Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. First thing in the morning, what do I see? A pile of shit staring at me. I close my eyes, I step away. No matter where I go, there's no getting away. It was going to wind up on our shelf anyway. <laughs> like I, the, the, your feigning uh, anger about this is. Uh, <laughs> Did you? Uh, <laughs> God damn it! I one? didn't get to own that toy for thirty minutes before I left it in on their shelf. <laughs> <laughs> it's the principle of it. Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock number two thirty-four. I am Master Torgo. My mouth is full of nuggets. Eighties <laughs> Jeff, Commander K, Just Michael, what? Captain Luddite. Holy I'm here mackerel. in Vegas. This, this is this is classic Geek Shock it's right nice now. Classic you flashed Welcome back, back to, to year, town. Year yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah. Good to be here. You right. Commander came back for the yeah. special occasion. Is Lark here? Is he going to come bursting out of the wait. bedroom? Is he back there in the bedroom? Is he bruises his knees as he <laughs> destroys equipment. <laughs> Crack his head open on the coffee table. <laughs> I'm fine, guys. Really, I'm fine. I'm fine. Do you, do you want me to hold your mic for you? Since no, don't hold his mic. Oh, okay. yeah, no, no, I think no, you should, right. actually, just because I want to watch that happen. No, I think <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, that's not his really, mic. Put that down. the audience <laughs> a favor. That's not a microphone. We don't need the audience to hear Paul eating. <laughs> the audience are you like, talking about what are you talking this is ugly that's a regular thing shock. <laughs> why, do, why do people listen to us <laughs> i don't know michael that's... you look good you, you look scruffy yeah i uh, i grew the beard out and every time i try to shave it someone tells me no so i don't don't see yeah, it looks good exactly. it suits you it suits you yeah. well it's a very uh it's almost a barry gibb style beard it's off tomorrow then <laughs> no that's a good thing <laughs> You got yes, a little yes, grizzly it's a very ass. Harvey Firestein look for you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on to that. See, I was trying to pay a compliment, and then he, and he turned it around. <laughs> no, no. I, little grizzly Adam's going. It's nice. That I couldn't grow one with him around because I was always intimidated by uh, by Paul's beard. But uh, Really? When he that's was sad, that's the Riker. Thing? Oh yeah, the Riker oh, yeah. Affleck. Come on, the Riker. That sexy beast you got Riker going on look? your face there. It does me. It does me some favors. It does me favors. <laughs> I love my beard. <laughs> uh, if only our viewers could have mic stand in the back. It does like you favors. Just, <laughs> the, the mic stand for the old rock band. We'll just prop it up next to it. You're the, looking at it right yeah, here. Right? I oh, love the idea yeah, of like that's Paul's at home and he's like, God, I wish I could get that that uh, that video that video off the counter there. Oh, well, thank you, beard. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing me a favor there, getting that uh, DVD, putting DVD player for me. Beards. Uh, you do me a kindness, beard. <laughs> Open up doors. <laughs> uh, now I'm letting you eat and do your thing because uh, this will allow me the time to get this out of the way. Uh, we talked about doing the Minecraft server right. last week. It's real. It's it exists. It now. has happened. It's official. I've seen images. It's up yeah. and running. So, yeah. If, uh, if you've uh, been on Facebook today, you've probably seen it. But it if you go to uglycowshow.com, uh, you will see all the info you need to know if you want to join the server. Uh, Vlarg and I have been working on it uh, all week at this point. So, yeah, it's good. It's up, it's running, That's and it's fantastic. wonderfully stable. I shared the uh, info. I shared it on my Facebook. <laughs> yeah? That's it. That's, That's it. That's <laughs> I keep having to lift the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jeff, that, that's uh, now uh, your official uh, duty. Uh, Paul shared. Now, do you have uh, do you have plans for your for the Ugly Couch Show 
Minecraft world? Uh, yes, and that is plans? all kind of not late. not Paul's penis plans. I mean, he's obviously no. That's gonna happen. He's the arch villain of the world. Yeah. Well, it I may not know. happen. I will put penises everywhere. It's, it's, it's not Xbox, so it may not happen. We may never with, see uh, famous Paul. Pop. With the complexity of the game that he's chosen. I would imagine that anybody trying to make an epic penis in the game is going to die about 10 or 12 times well, while they're constructing it. It's possible, but also this game allows you to make certain kinds of spherish things, so it might actually help. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, so the testicles might yeah. be much easier to to uh, procure. Yeah. Construct. Yeah, I, I think that sounds like a challenge to Paul, the, the spherical penis <laughs> After the strap, I don't think he's got much there, of a challenge. Really, <laughs> like, nah, when it comes to penises, pretty. Paul's never challenged. <laughs> <laughs> no one dares. So all the information you need to know is on the blog at the Ugly Couch Show website. Uh, I spent the last 24 hours figuring out my Let's Play equipment and editing software in order to create like a 20-minute introduction to the whole thing. It nice. uh, gives you all the rules for it and introduces you to some of the mods uh, that we've added at least to help get you started. So I do recommend watching that. Uh, is that on the YouTubes? It is on the YouTubes. Um, so, but we have the embedded in the blog, so you can just go to the blog and catch it there. On my new, my new YouTube channel, Master Dorgo. Yay. Wow. Ba, ba, ba. Right. A new YouTube channel. New. And we are... A an invite-only server? It yes. is a whitelist server, so if you want to uh, get your uh, name on the list to uh, join in, all you have to do is either put your username at the bottom of the blog post in the comments, or if you're uncomfortable with that, you can always email me at mastertorgo at uglycouchshow.com, and uh, we can do it that way as well. Should they put something specifically in the subject line? Uh, I figure if you put something that's going to get my attention to Minecraft, I'll figure it out. All right. Uh, if you put... Uh, <laughs> Penises galore. If you put Tor releases seven new books, I probably won't see it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so, yes. Oh. <laughs> Not that I have anything against Tor. It's just I get those every day. Who's uh, Tor? Tor is a publishing it, it, company. If you know, okay. it's all, all you need to know. They just spam the shit out of you? Now you know. There, there's a lot of companies that spam that Knowing's half the battle. Stuff. So yeah, you asked for it, you got it. And if you want to join, feel free. It's really, really goddamn cool. I've been working on it all weekend. Fantastic. That's, uh, that's, that's a great. really cool thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Get the community together. Like I said, I may finally have to join Minecraft. Yeah. And uh, as uh, Vlarg was a little put off at the beginning because all there's 110 mods well, in this thing. Is he so never, it is daunting. Is he never not put off a little bit? That's true. I mean, uh, that, that's a good has, point. Has anything ever happened to that guy? He hasn't been a little bit like, eh. <laughs> So I do recommend that, that I have uh, a, uh, a link to the mod list so you can see exactly what mods are there. Uh, look through them, see which ones appeal to you, and kind of focus on that to uh, help get you grounded without getting overwhelmed. I do recommend that. Cool. If you want to do witchcraft, galacticraft, yeah, you can build a spaceship and go to other spaceship. planets. It's ridiculous. It's great. Nice. Spaceship. Wow. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Love it. So, and uh, in fact, check Andy wanted uh, brought this up. Uh, we were talking about how we never know when cons are happening in town. Yeah. So he brought one up that I didn't wasn't aware of. That's coming up soon. Uh, uh, Sabacon is coming back. Sabacon. Uh, it's an annual convention held in Vegas that focuses on anime, video games, Asian culture, and pop culture in general. 
the 2014 convention is going to be at Alexis Park on April 26th and 27th. Whoa. Uh, they will have uh, uh, ex- exhibitors, artists, panels, games, guests, bands, video game tournaments, music, and more, including anime bingo, cosplay chess, and name that Pokemon. So, cosplay Name that chess. Pokemon! So that's it's coming. Asterix! Sabacon <laughs> with a K. Name wow. that Pokemon! It's butt cheese. Butt cheese. Is there one called name butt that cheese? Pokemon. He's naming them. He just points at it and names oh, it. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> it's loose vagina. Loose vagina. Loose vagina. This is what happens when your Pokemon get Name Vegas. that Pokemon. <laughs> it's scabies. Scabies. Who's that Pokemon? It's a nightmare wiener. At the uh, end of all the episodes, it does that. The first season. Do you remember that? You <laughs> no, remember that? I never watched nope. it. Oh, what? It's on Netflix. Have you not and watched that's, the Pokemon? Like, that's changed anything. Man. I haven't seen I love that. Like, it's on <laughs> it Netflix. It well, now I'm <laughs> obligated. Availability does not change the desire to watch uh, yeah. it. should. It should because it's really good. Uh, At the end of the episode, it would show a silhouette and it would say, Who's that Pokemon? And Either. then when they came back from commercial, we go, who's that Pokemon? We go, it's Onyx. Onyx. And that's how you learn. Slam. Just get him. Yeah. Uh, that's how you learn them. That's how you learn all the Pokemon. Uh, gotta collect them all. All 8,000 of them. Gotta catch them all, Pokemon. <sighs> Gentlemen, I know you did something geeky this week. What'd you do? Uh, so I, I flew to Vegas? Yeah. That yeah. was that's uh, a very pretty geeky, geeky thing. You know what? Uh, I had a layover in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And the San Francisco Airport currently has an exhibit on Japanese toys. Fun. Oh, cool. Wow. Past, which was actually really cool. The they had old uh, wind-uppies, the crazy had, little puppet thing. They had thing. Uh, old toys, but that, they were fa- focusing more on like the uh, the Ultraman stuff. Right. and The, the cool uh, shit that came out yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, this, a lot of the 70s, 70s. stuff. Uh, Godzilla. And, Godzilla. Uh, uh, like, God, Godzilla was a whole wall. Right. Um, they have... Uh, Great Messenger, Transor Z. I he speaks in languages. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I, they I have some not, giant robots. Besides, they had they had giant robots, and they had. Uh, did some of the giant robots have giant uh, V's on their chest? Kinda red V's. Mm. I would have recognized the red V. Maybe I shoot off blue boots, <laughs> black shirt. Mm, maybe did say moon boots. Did you take pictures? blue boots? Blue no, fists. because I was running to get to my plane. Uh, oh, boo earns. So I'm like. Boo earns, boo earns. So I'm, like, this I'm is trying fantastic. to find If you're in the San Francisco airport or in the area, check it out because it's pretty cool. Airports have like some great displays sometimes. And so I, I like, left my Japanese wanna, toys like, hang in San Francisco. My giant Godzilla toy in San Francisco. If only my giant Japanese toy wasn't in San Francisco, but it is, and the TSA won't let me bring it on the plane, even though it's just a goddamn toy. That's how they got I the collection. That's, that's how they got the collection. That's how they got the collection. People kept trying to bring these things on the is plane. That on lyrics A to Z? Is that what you're looking <laughs> no. at? No. <laughs> All right. I want to pimp this out while I'm remembering it. If you live in Las Vegas and you know who you are, this Friday, Friday, which will be Friday, April nineteenth, you need to go to the Art Square Theater. Shouldn't it be the eighteenth. It's 
Is it the 18th? It's Whatever saying the 19th. Friday. Yeah, 20th is uh, S- Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Boy, they got Sunday. this labeled wrong. <laughs> yeah, Friday is the 18th. Well, okay. At 10 p.m. on Friday the 18th. Of April, or is it May? This April. Yeah, <laughs> okay. This week. This Friday. So, so Friday, April 18th. It's like three days. <laughs> Even though it says the 19th on here. Three days. Day up wrong. Yeah, in three days. Uh, in Art Square, Square Theater, Rachel Bloom, star of YouTube and writer for uh, the um, Robot Chicken Show, is going to be doing a comedy extravaganza, performing some of her pieces. Matt Donnelly and Sarah Lowe are going to open up for her with their Honeymooners bit. And there's going to be some improv going on, as well as her doing her quality material. So get your ass to Art Square. It should be a great time. You should be there. And what's your name again? Her name is Rachel Bloom. Yeah, do a quick little Google search, YouTuber. Uh, she's got tons of really funny songs and stuff. Very, very... Uh, you'll remember her. You remember the uh, the I Want to I wanna Sleep With You Ray Bradbury song? Yes. That's her. Okay. All right, that's her song. So there you go. So you, if you get some time, you should come out Friday night and you get off work at time. That sounds like a good there time. you go. Go see Rachel Bloom. Um, I'll be there with bells on, literal bells and nothing else. Literal bells upon when my. Do you cock. not wear bells? I don't not. Yeah, I exactly. do always have literal bells upon my penis. <laughs> penis uh, bells. Jingle, well, jingle, jingle. Last week, Torgo and I actually finally got to go see uh, Captain America. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. The Wiener Soldier. Uh, yeah, the, the, yes, wiener the wiener soldier. soldier. <laughs> the wiener soldier. Well, you had to go far for that one, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> no! Not far at all! And it destroyed Jeff's heart! It touched his heart! Yep, it's the wiener soldier. Oh. You were so amused at Jeff's heartbreak. Jeff's displeasure is what got me. <laughs> I don't so care amused. about my wiener. I make a wiener joke every two seconds. I don't care. You were so amused yeah, at how crushed I think I, think I was Jeff disappointed was. that I didn't have something ready. I should have had something ready. <laughs> like your wiener? To, to, to reply to that. Are, Jeff, no one's nothing. ever ready for the wiener yeah. soldier. <laughs> no one expects the wiener soldier. The red skull fuck. <laughs> Or something like that. <laughs> Captain America, the wiener soldier. Oh, but, we uh, have a super wiener serum to inject in you, Captain. Will you do it? For America. <laughs> really? It was that deep before he got the yeah. wiener serum? Yeah. And then he got the wiener serum and was like, oh, God. <laughs> he carries around his 2,000-pound cock now. He has like a he has like a segue for the front of his business. <laughs> segue, yeah. But it's He's really standing on his cock and rolling really, around. No, no, it's just it's really truncated. It's huge, but it's like beer can kind of thing going on. <laughs> like it's just really the circumference is amazing, but it's just the like density. Boom. Yeah, it is there. Dense. He can barely look over the top of it, but it doesn't go. But maybe four feet in front of him. <laughs> just four feet. Wow, Anyhow, wiener soldier. Uh, Enjoyed the wins? film. Who wins? The cock goblin. Really enjoyed the film. <laughs> also, really enjoyed the uh, the tie-in, uh, the 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 Tuesday episode of uh, Agents of Shield, and the tie-in with the movie. I thought it was really well done. I won't do any spoilers if you haven't watched the episode yet. But uh, the both film, the film and the episode stand stood alone, but tied in together. And uh, the way that they crafted it was really, really well done. Okay. So I was very impressed with that. Yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. It was a, it's a breath of fresh air after Thor 2. Yeah, Thor 2 was kind of I never it. saw Thor 2. That's okay. You didn't miss much. Yeah, that's what I understand. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Thor 2 or Captain America? 
I enjoyed Thor too. Huh? I love Captain America. I, I that one I had low expectations for. I was just like, you know, everyone's like, oh, I think this is going to be a great Marvel. The new and Cap. I'm, yeah, and I was the like, second eh, one. Yeah, oh, the first I, one. The fir- the second one, and oh. I was just like, oh, you know, whatever. And I just loved it. I love it. Some of my earliest comics I have are old tales of suspense that um, are is Cap. It's basically kind of espionage type stuff. You know, he's going off to this secret base to fight these bad guys. Was Whether he working it, with Nick Fury then? Uh, yeah, he was working so he was for Shield. Shield, right? Right, and uh, you know, Nick would send him hither and yon to <laughs> smash this facility or get this information. Right. Go and, get Hitler again. You know, and um, <laughs> this movie was a lot like that because this movie yeah. starts off as a motherfucking thriller. It's more burn. You know, than uh, born than it is uh, born to uh, burn, 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 burn. Hello, burn. Steve Rogers. You're the Wiener Soldier. They were originally You're the Wiener Soldier. We heard so much about. <laughs> they originally were going to cast. Are the you Swedish ready to go cue Hitler Nick Fury? And they just felt like uh, the, the Swedish chef is Nick Fury kind of weakened them, and so they realized. I'm Swedish Fury. <laughs> Swedish Fury. Hello. Wow. Beware my wrath. <laughs> I believe I'm a, a real hemdinger. <laughs> I believe that's a condom name. Okay, Swedish Fury. Hey there, Wiener soldier. Yeah. I got a new mission for you. <laughs> Suck this dick. <laughs> Do you accept the mission? <laughs> if you don't, my penis is gonna explode. Oh, why did I get thought out for this? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, too late. I exploded in my pants. There goes my my Swedish Fury. There's your inevitable no, triple X parody. There's a, right? just a simple fun and and uh, enthusiasm for I think the both of the Captain movies that have that I really enjoy. That there's like just a straightforward like it's just a hero movie. It's just a fun they're just yeah. fun. Yeah. And it was I wouldn't call it a slow burner, but it definitely was building yeah, built slow, well. not not super slow. Yeah. That you just you you lose interest, but it was building at just the right pace that you're like, crap, what's gonna happen next? And, yeah, you know, where is this going? And you know, Unlike what does this Hobbit have to do with movies? It? Tried to watch Hobbit. Did you see the second one? I bought the second one. I bought the first one and was bored. I bought the second one and was asleep. Slept through the what? whole thing. And I, was I was at great. the edge of my seat for both those movies. I, I gotta them. watch. I gotta I watch them. it. They're fantastic. I guess. Yeah, watching it awake, it's a totally different movie. <laughs> is that right? It really is different. It's a different experience. I tend to enjoy most movies more when I'm awake. I watch a shitload of stuff while I'm asleep. So I understand. I do too. But I tend to get more out of the movies I watch when I'm awake. I do, that's just me. I'll take your word for oh, it. That's just me. That's just me. You know, everyone watches movies their own way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Except for G.I. Joe Retaliation. That one might be better when you're that's asleep. That's better asleep. <laughs> I've watched it both ways, and that one is better when you're asleep. Um, I, the the next ultimately time, just disjointed movie. If I ever watch that again, and I don't think I ever would will, I didn't even that? make yeah. it through. Like, I would have to first rub shit in my eyes. <laughs> And then go, oh, this is better. <laughs> this is better than the shit that was in my eyes. It's the only way it could be better in all. That movie's a mess. We were just talking about this at dinner earlier tonight, Paul, but would you agree that you can clearly see that there were basically two different movies shot and then spliced together? Like, I didn't watch that long. Oh, you didn't I watch saw it like that? Really? Minutes. Oh, really? It's like 12 minutes and the... Netflix cut off, and I was like, "Well, thanks, Netflix." Yeah, Netflix you solved the problem for me. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. I watched the whole thing, and I was just like, "Wow, this is just." And how Walton does Goggins, this get made? Walton Goggins, when he came out with Snake Eyes, that was great. 
And then when it revealed that, uh, spoiler for the third movie of the century, when it revealed <laughs> that Snake Eyes was uh, Storm Shadow, not, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's a cool little plot point. I don't know why they didn't open with that. Why they got to open with The Rock and Dingle Hart's McFart bag uh, playing fucking touchy poo with his little daughters. I'm like, what is this <laughs> game? What is Whoa! You okay, you wait a minute. I, I think we discovered the problem. There's a scene in the movie. I the pedophilia. <laughs> I think I would have remembered that. Whoopsie do. I said touchy poo. <laughs> There's a scene at the beginning of the movie where they're you playing Xbox. You guys never Xbox. played touchy poo? <laughs> is that what uh, your uncle called it? Is that what your uncle called it? Yeah. <laughs> no, you know the whole yeah. point of that. Like you want to go to the basement and do a little touchy poo? The whole point of that. Don't you ever tell anyone we play touchy poo? Oh shit! It's all flooding back. Oh, we're down in uh, between Touchy Poo and the Worm. You Trigger warnings in games. It was a really poorly crafted way to try to establish the relationship between those two characters, yeah. and it was just you're like, really? And These two guys are, have them. been friends for years, and yeah, you know he he loves bullshit. his kids like they're his own kids, and blah blah blah. The and then Russians all of a sudden, love like, their children oh, too. Duke's gone. Buckets, <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert. Buckets and buckets of who the fuck cares? Yeah. Just yeah. buckets and buckets of it. I was like, this was written by a fool. A fool who never watched anything. It's, there's nothing. There's no character development here. Hey, man, you're my friend. You sure are. Boom! <laughs> I'm gone. Sorry. Hey, man, let's get some heat in here. What's going on? The the cobra made us bad guys. Oh, what? Cobra made us bad guys. What? Cobra made us bad guys. There you go, Igno Nation. That's watching this goddamn piece of shit. We've told you four times what's happening. If you don't get it by now, we don't care. I hate I hate that movie. Oh. All right, wow. got a little more time if someone else has a geek well, thing they want to share. I, saw, I, oh, watched, also. I watched the last half of Metal Hurlant Chronicles on what? sci-fi. That was on sci-fi, yeah. Metal Hurlant H-U-R-L-A-N-T Chronicles. I'm not familiar Does with Does the laugh ha- last half explain what the hell's going on? Because the first half didn't. Well, the fir- well, what it is is I think it's two different stories each week. It's Who's Metal Hurlant? It's uh, whatever. Who knows? It's <laughs> I, I feel like it's trying to be sort of a sci-fi modern day kind of twilight zone thing where like each week it's a different story except they're doing two different stories but they're all kind of within the same because it's like you may be in different time periods and in different but they're all sort of sci-fi supernatural shit so this one i saw was they're like running from these post-apocalyptic it's post-apocalyptic of course and they're getting away from the bad guys and the bad guys were pretty fucking cool like they had I don't know whether they were skeletons. And, yeah, well, like skeletons that had taken human skin and stretched them over their bodies, their their bones, like other. It was looked kind of like that. But was it, it CG? Uh, no, it was like really good makeup and really good like. And they were skeletons. Huh. Well, I mean, it was like zombies, but not. It was like. <laughs> I like Paul's skepticism. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> are, are these are these like you saw the skulls? Like the back of his head was skull, but the front of his head had like. Skin pulled over it, you know what I'm saying? Insurrection style. And you would see like, yeah, oh, that's what I was thinking. Awesome. You would see like, <laughs> awesome. You'd see like his rib cage, but he would, st- but he had clothes and shit of ribs. Him. Yeah, of like the rib cage. Yeah, of like actual exposed With bones. skin. Oh, exposed bones. You, you know what I'm saying? Organs. Like, no organs, but they might have just been. How hidden. did he live? I don't know, man. I don't. That 
didn't matter. It's Metal Erlon. They don't they answer just, those questions. They were just really fucked up bad guys, right? And so they're running away, and, and of course there's one little boy that can save the world if he becomes a Goliath or whatever. Or yeah, that's what they're calling him, a Goliath that might or a Golem that can, might be able to save the world. And so there's big battles, and there's a team of. Oh, this was for Passover. Yeah, it's a team of. Uh, <laughs> Like Marines, they're supposed to get the kid to where he needs this to get. This is the true story. And the, the kid's Jewish got a little people. bunny rabbit the whole time. <laughs> and at the end, the cool thing was like the ultimate baddie gets there and is about to kill the kid. And the kid lets the bunny rabbit go. And the bunny rabbit goes in this big tower of light. And it becomes a giant, monstrous, like hideous bunny rabbit. Smashes the bad guy. And that you find out really the bunny rabbit was the one that was going to save mankind. Yeah. And the kid is just his little like... Writer his, his, uh, was like this really, yeah. It was like this really bizarre. Sounds very amazing With stories. Mean streak, it's a mile kind of amazing wide. stories. It's kind of I think it's trying to Did become. You see it, Kirsten? Another one no. of those types. But of shows. I mean, at Metal Erlan is the me- heavy metal. That was the French title of the heavy metal magazine. Oh, there you go. So obviously, oh, that's yeah. what it is. It's so heavy it's, metal. Yeah. It's kind of that yeah. world, but they. It looks like it may also go way back in time. Like makes no more sense. Well, sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, like back to when booby ladies rode pterodactyls. Oh, or the Greeks. Yeah. That's how shit works. Well, or the Greeks. Oh, I'll or, be in my bunk. Or pirates, <laughs> or whatever. Paul's bringing back memories. <laughs> so it's one of those shows that every Run week that it's going to be different stories. That's nice. Yeah, it might be really fun. It, uh, I, it, it had issues. Don't get me wrong. It, it needed some serious editing just within dialogue. It was one of those like, every line has to be the most important line ever said. Barf. And now we'll say another line that's very important. You know, it's all that yeah. kind of acting. Well, but uh, I'm all for the for skeleton the, guys. The first season and the first show, it, it had promise. Skeleton skin hmm. people. Yeah, it might be interesting. No, the bad guys, I was impressed with how cool and bizarre they were. And the, the production value. Did you see the first half of it, you said? I saw, I saw an episode. I don't know where it falls in the world because it's very hard yeah. to understand what's going on. The episode I saw was uh, they were medieval fight, fighters in a future technology world where technology wasn't well kind of but the technology wasn't available to them who had it because it kind of it overwatched <laughs> the monkeys it, it, it watched over them <laughs> I, love it. I mean the technology asking all technology the important there? questions uh, well it's, it's, it's not it's, available it, man you would just suck to be a producer to pitch to it would just oh my <laughs> <Right>? god <laughs> no, he'd be perfect be, though so then the sh- ships comes in where'd the ship come from oh fuck make a note no, and be, it lands with the. How does it land? To be there. <laughs> I can't, this is the opening credits, Mr. Mattingly. We're a half hour into Yeah, well, make pitch. me believe, bitch. <laughs> Transport me, motherfucker. Don't waste my time. You're on a giant floating castle. What's it floating on? Who knows? Who knows? That's, the that's, that's where what the show floats. What's under floor? the castle? What's at the bottom of the castle? Air. Just the end of the air. castle? Air. Just air. It's air. It's so you look at that castle. It's you see in the castle, 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 brick, 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 nothing. Yes. Right? Pretty much. It's yes. just fucking just floating. floating there. Just floating. Is there floor? Well, of course well, yeah, there's floor. floor. So it's brick underneath. So if you look up, straight up it's ass. It is rock. It's <laughs> nothing like but brick. Rock. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rock. So like it was axe. built on it a rock. It looks like an upside down mountain. I don't know. An upside down mountain. So, he man lifted it up and first threw it in the <laughs> All of this. So I look up in the air <laughs> and I go, oh no, kid. it's an upside down mountain. <laughs> but then if I get far enough away, I go, fuck, that's not an upside down mountain. That's the bottom ass of a castle. Exactly. <laughs> okay. That's a whole nother show. 
<laughs> they're medieval the guys. <laughs> and I see an upside down mountain. Because most right. of the people in the world would go, oh, great upside down mountain. Because they never go far enough away to this, see the castle. This is what gets you, not the gaping plot holes in He-Man. I'm gaping like, whom? <laughs> Who's gaping? Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, you know, look up the ass of that thing. Some of the trigger words, man. Castle Grayskull. <laughs> He fully embraces a world that has a character What plot Fister. holes? What yeah. plot holes? That's what I put to you. What plot holes? <laughs> You're looking for explanations and things in, in this? I ask you, what plot holes? Yeah, in Jeff. Jeff. You open this up. Uh, yeah, so hit me. Hit you, me with a plot hole. Um, and I can citation faster than shit. And, and okay, so it, it's, it's even with all of his magical whatever... He can punch a fucking moon. How the fuck did he get up to the moon? Let alone go, oh, he I can in jump. in the air. <laughs> so he can jump. Bazinga. He can jump 30,000 miles and, and, just, and just punch. If and need not, be. And not suffer from oxygen deprivation. or fucking, Oh, okay. You've got a combination of things going on. Sure. You've <laughs> got. <laughs> the, Explain. The power of Grayskull, the ancient's power, the power well, of the attorney. The power of that's the attorney and ancients, right? Uh, but that's a very convenient plot. Uh, that's just a cop out. Hey, plot point. It turns a young prince into a super strong dude. That's one thing. But it's it's that looks exactly the same. Right. It's very powerful magic. It's very powerful magic. The ancient magic of, of Eternia contained within the 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 Castle Grayskull. It's very powerful magic. You must also take into account the Techno Vest. <laughs> that has certain abilities and capabilities that don't necessarily get discussed. Where'd that come from? Where'd that come from? Yeah. Where'd the green goddess. goddess come from? Where? Hmm? The green goddess. The How'd green she goddess? get it? What? Did she make it? Did, did she, she make, make these techno it, vests? Did she just have it? Did she make it? Is she it? forged it out of magic. She forged, forged it out, out of magic. magic. So she just like took some magic and forged it. She probably had it made by... Probably. All right. Probably. A great blacksmith <laughs> made it. I'll put it out there. A great forger made it, and then it was enchanted... A great forger. Where'd great he come forger, from? Yeah. What forger? Huh? Where'd what he come forger? from? How long ago? I remember his name. What, what did he forge it out of? What did he forge it on? Hey, this is fun. I know why he does this now. <laughs> he forged it on. Uh, he forged it on. What's that fucking guy's name? Shit! It's actually in the mythos. You know why it's in the mythos? I'll tell you why it's in the mythos, Paul. Because a bunch of people are like, "Where the fuck did the vest come from?" <laughs> <laughs> the green goddess. I told you the green goddess. She bestowed it to the. To the savage He-Man. <laughs> so, medieval guys with high-tech just. Well, there's like... Uh, high-tech magical it, vests. Apparently, the world w- had reached a technological point, and then the ruler said, we're too reliant on this technology, and then just took it all away. Zardos. And they were all... Now they're all... <laughs> yeah, right. They're all living Boo without earns. technology. Now they're all living without technology. Great. I don't know. I, I watched the first half, and I'm like, okay, it's, I got to get going. It, it, it's funny because <laughs> it sounds a lot like I read in uh, an interview years ago. I think it – I don't know how the, his name is pronounced, the, the heavy metal uh, publisher dude. Uh, Jordorowski. Sven Grenguangli. Jordorowski or something. <clears throat> and he actually talked. Writer of When titties. they were talking about they were making heavy metal. The greatest titty the writer. And he said it was like, we were just sitting there thinking, <laughs> all you need is great do? art. All you need is great imagery. Mm-hmm, titties. You don't need to worry about story. <laughs> and that's what we thought about. Tell the story. Let the titty tell the story. And then he said, of course we were wrong. But titty at the tales. time, it was a lot of fun <laughs> to do all that art. And this is beginning to sound a lot like that. No, it's, yeah, it seems like yeah, and and I think it it's clearly going to be one of those shows where one week you're it'll be hit and one week it'll be missed. I don't you know think I mean? he's like wrong. You know? I think he's right, but in a way that doesn't lead to a usable mythos. Mm-hmm. Like 
for us with Transformers and especially with Masters of the Universe, the box art and the comic book art and the you know the storyboard stuff that came on the packages way more interesting. Yeah, told a way more interesting story, right? But left huge open places for your mind to just go, okay, whatever. Like, that's the greatest thing about Masters of the Universe. Whatever you want the story to be, that's the fucking story. <laughs> yeah, we got that impression. Right, yeah, no, no, but it no. really is. Oh, yeah. It really is. There's some things about the cartoon that I think, you know, should hold canon and are, and are fine. But then there's some shit where you're just like, well, that sound, that's stupid. I'm just well, not going to do that, right? More than once, imagery has been the basis of a story or an sure. idea. And so I, images can tell a story. Yeah. And images. And, and you know, if you're going to be I've heard that comics, they can tell thousand word stories. There some. you go. Well, you know, or launch a thousand ships or something. What but, about uh, this? It was no, the no. best of times. Shakira? The blurst no, of time. That's just stupid tits. monkey. But yeah, the. I, I think a combination combination is very effective, but if you're yeah. going to be in comics, cartoons, film, your visuals, well, I mean, that's the reason why you're doing it. They're in important. comics, yeah. uh, you know, cartoons or films. So it was an experiment. Working. He was like, what if we just did a comic right. it, only it, about the And yeah, it was a very, well, it was also just a, I, it was, you, you, there was something about their belief in visual art you know yeah. that's all you needed and all that that's and, great though and it was well yeah and conceptually and yeah, as an experiment it's yeah i think but then you watch the movie heavy metal and you go where's the story yeah yeah well you had the linking titties the, tell the story the lochnar yeah titties <laughs> that was something i've been catching up on fringe i'm yeah. deep into fourth season so almost is it uh, stupid no, oh, it's on. fun. And I'm almost done with Sorry. the first season of uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. You, you won't convince him, uh, Kirsten. I know. I, I, I know. He saw that. He saw 12 minutes of the first episode, <laughs> and he knows what it is. You're really my son, but really my son is dead? But you're my son from another no, no, dimension? No. Dude, boop, 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 Dracula boop. doesn't show up to the third season. <laughs> That's <laughs> not Dracula. That's that dumb guy. He wishes he was Dracula. <clears throat> I wish I was Dracula, but I'm not. I'm a dumb guy. John Noble, and actually, he's doing some nice stuff in the fourth season. So, and I like it like because that, like that hot lady. Is he doing that? Boom, 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 boom. No, I know actually, you're supposed to Joshua be with my, Jackson's with, doing the hot. Yeah, lady. I know you're supposed to be with my son, but you know, come to the lab late at night. I've been working in the <laughs> really? lab late at <laughs> <one night. laughs> You've been the werewolf. Oh, thank no, the werewolf showed up. And, and oh yes, that's how it all comes together. <laughs> no, no, I've been. What are the odds? I was just thinking about how I could get your werewolf balls. <laughs> the build-up to that song was like, oh, this is going to be good. Paul had been working on this? No, wow, he'd been working I'm on it. It came to him in the shower and he just couldn't stop. This is going to be good. I can't wait the for this. The payoff is seldom. I will tell like, you this. Really? Worth the ride. On this one? On that one? Paul the- specifically said, it's not good. He Several did. times in the build-up, he said, this is stupid, and it's not funny, and it's only funny to me, and I'm well aware of that, but it must be done. So I will give him credit for that one he, he time. Did, he did me. warn me. He warned us all. I still expected <laughs> I still expected something, but I'm listening to it oh, going, God, I was just what the hell? I'm driving, I'm driving my car to work, and I'm just like, this is, oh, come on. No. <laughs> and then, all night at work, what's in my head? Right? I bit the wearables balls. Like, come on. Oh, of course. It's come so on. fucking catchy. <laughs> come on. Hey, it's no I like eating coffee. I'm sorry. Oh. No, 
but inside bit the werewolf's balls and just. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, who was coming down the stairs? It was the werewolf. <laughs> I was glad he was there because I was wanting to bite his balls. <laughs> It's awesome when he loses it at that point. News you don't give a shit about. Yeah. I think of all the times he's sung it, and he's sung it quite a few times. He's only gotten through it like once without losing shit. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) For whatever reason, it's the absolute perfect recipe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> for what? For Paul. It is the perfect recipe okay, all right, to get right. Paul see, to laugh. I just see the visual so clear. This fucking rickety stone staircase with the werewolf coming down. And the doctor, like, rubbing his hands again, like, oh, yeah, here comes the ball bite. <laughs> I wish you could see this, folks. He's actually laughing so hard he is crying right now. <laughs> There are literally tears running yes, down the side yes. of his face. <laughs> oh, here it comes. Uh, there's the, there's the, there's the comedy oh, hack. I broke attack. myself. <laughs> you don't give a shit about. In what could be the most literal interpretation of this category. Public defecation in India has a serious effect on health and hygiene. Now UNICEF is saying enough of this shit. Using a personified dollop of poo with its own music video to encourage people to take their, quote, poo to the loo. Uh, UNICEF has also developed a Toilet Trek video game that simulates the struggles experienced by people without access to safe or clean toilets. The game requires players to collect toilet paper rolls and flush away Mr. Pooh's fecal army. As the game website reminds visitors, 2.5 billion people don't have access to safe hygienic toilet, resulting in deadly but preventable diarrhea and intestinal worms. Uh, the cavorting Mr. Pooh appears to be making a tangible change to how citizens of India are able to dispose of their waste, with over 114,000 people to date pledging to take their poo to the loo. Man, a pledge don't clean up your street. Paul, you, you never told us you were contracting <laughs> out creatively with Unicef. <laughs> I wish. Come on, Mr. Poo. It's actually a very little number. Take your poo to the loo. Did you listen yeah, to yeah, it? Yeah, it's it funny. It's, it's, it's what it is. Well, as we've learned here on the Ugly Couch Show, a catchy little number <laughs> is all you need yeah. for success. Yeah, this we're, is, uh, we're coming with a catchy number two. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it succeeded. Who knows? No, I didn't come up with it, but I had heard about that, how just bad it is. Yeah. I got a friend who just yeah. moved out to India to do some uh, work in the video game industry, and um, it's, he says there's a lot of poop on the floors, on the yeah. ground, everywhere. It's pretty crazy. It's a poopademic. Uh, it is a poopademic. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you cram that many people in my, one space. My buddy that lives there, he's also like, he's like, don't go in the water out there at all. Like, they've got the, yeah, the rivers. That, yeah. The rivers, any, any like, it's like... Because people do everything there. They wash their clothes in there. They bathe in there. They take shits in there. I mean, it's like, it's, it's just, it's pointless. It's a sewer. It's, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's basically no open longer a river. It's an open sewer. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, he said, it's just nasty. It Until Mr. Pooh comes along. <laughs> right. To fix it. your poo to loo. Yeah. News you don't give a shit no. about. I'm going to poop in the Ganges. <clears throat> 
Hey, like a movement, movement. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> As we have learned, not everybody who asks for your hard-earned money is going to make good on their Kickstarter campaign promises. And some of them shouldn't bother asking in the first place because they absolutely cannot make something happen no matter how well-meaning their intentions may be. Such is the case with Jonathan Annette, a fan of Stargate Universe, who has taken it upon himself to try and raise $50 million to bring the series back for a third season. Annette admits he is, quote, simply a fan of the show and am not affiliated with any of the cast, crew, writing staff, producers, studio, or special effects companies who produced SGU, which means uh, even if he got all the money, he does not have any of the rights or skills to produce another season of SGU, but that's on Kickstarter. Craziness. I'm going to start one next week uh, just to, uh, you know, like $800 million to, to cure cancer. Are you sure that isn't Richard Dean Anderson? Uh, it could have been a, a fake photo. Down. It could have been a fake photo. Right. Because well, that, that description sounds pretty much like him. Well, I was looking at... he doesn't really know the cast or crew. He's not friends with any of them. He was showing up once in a while, cashing a check. People would, like, throw shit at him. Be like, over there, monkey. He'd be like, oh, uh, I used to be MacGyver. Shut up. Shut up and get, go through the fucking arch. He definitely doesn't have the rights. Go through the arch, you piece of shit. Hey, I was MacGyver. You know what? I'm going to shove this fart in your mouth. What? Oh, no. Oh no! And that's that's the See, official transcript. That's too, the new that's happened. that's the new script for the the new <laughs> the new episode. Paul's like, go through the arch, go through the arch. There's no fucking arch. Ah, busted! Ooh. It's a gate. It's a circle. Ooh, snap, dude! He's got you. <laughs> Two different, yeah, he, completely got, different you know, architectural designs. Obviously, you don't know what you're talking about. Where's this arch come from, Paul? Huh? What's the, the arch? arch? Yeah. Where's, Where's this arch come from? It comes from it's McDonald's the gate, not the Star Arch. The no, star those are two arch. arches. That oh, one arch at McDonald's. It is a fucking arch. Got, you think those guys go go through the gate? They go go through the arch. No. Go through the fucking piece of styrofoam. Wait a minute, wait a that we Why do they sound like skills? <laughs> because I've started working on this production company now. I was trying to bring back Stargate SG One. We got Harry Dean Anderson. We got Richard Dean Anderson. <laughs> 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 Harry Dean Anderson is his younger magical brother. <laughs> we got Louis Anderson. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> and they're the yeah. new they're the new A squad that goes up to the arches. Wes Anderson's hey. directing. <laughs> hey. Hey. Wes Anderson said, hey, you know what I want? I want to do this and stop finding an animation like the fabulous Mr. Fox. I said, okay, do, do, do what you want. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I got to do this. The man's a genius. I let them do what they want. Okay, fine. All right. I said, hey, Harry Dean Anderson, Richard Dean Dickens wins. What are you doing? He says, I'm over acting. I said, bullshit. You were MacGyver, but now you're the piece of shit. People are just looking at their speakers confused <laughs> yeah. right now. They don't, they don't. All right, Richard Dean Dunderton. <laughs> Hurry up, Lonnie Anderson. Run faster so your boobs move all over. The- I don't care that you're 72. I don't give a fuck. How old well, is Lonnie uh, Anderson now? My two cents, uh, <laughs> SGU was a really well-produced uh-huh. show. Did Lonnie Anderson die? Really deserved a better chance than it got. Sure. Um, is she alive? It suffered from... Sci-fi in their whole somebody give me a sit rep on Lonnie Anderson right now to non-science fiction. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. check my programming. Phone. I'll see if you're still alive, girl. 
the people that watched it were there. The yeah. the, the viewership was there. Right. They just essentially said we're we're done with science fiction and sure. All right, Google and, and, Google Lonnie Anderson. You know, you had a show dead. That had a lot of potential and. Push on, just Jeff. That's what I <laughs> yeah, you got oh, yeah. to. Oh yeah, you got to just push. Sometimes on. it's like a really big crap. You just got to keep pushing. <laughs> is that with two? Is that with two e's? Lonnie Anderson. How do I spell that? L O N I. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. and, uh, way, to to way to help through your gridded search. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Lonnie Anderson. Oh, there we go. Google image. Oh, man. You've seen better days, baby. <laughs> and a related Let's story. See. Oh, she was married like to Arnold Bert Schwarzenegger after he immigrated to the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's uh, Arnold when he, he plays Gandhi. <laughs> Well, as the thing is, this is all. It's it doesn't matter. It's a fever dream. Yeah, it's not yeah, going to happen. No, yeah, yeah. Even if this thing gets funded, he's got this whole thing of how it's going to go into a trust and you okay. know. And, so right. we got and pictures it, of Lonnie Anderson from 2012. Yay! He that, was still alive in 2012. Probably still alive. She's alive, probably. And right now, she's 68 years young. Godspeed, you massively boobed lady. You are a beautiful person. It's. Um, Lonnie Dean Anderson, everybody. You know American what? American treasure. To a certain extent, though, I like. You know what? I think that's what Kickstarter needs to become. Let's just start raising money for completely ridiculous things that are never going to happen. Yeah, exactly. it's almost coming that. Yeah, in general, it's, anyway, it's so pretty it's, much becoming yeah. that anyway. It's either lies or things that will never happen. So why not just start doing more and more things like that? What the hell? Go to Do a Kickstarter. Says, Buy me yep. Coke forever. I want to always have money for Coke. Well, there's I some of them that aren't so far away from it. $8 million for that. <laughs> Buy me Coke forever. Send me a dollar. News don't give a shit about. <laughs> Universal Pictures is rebooting 1994's Time Cop. Ah! The uh, sci-fi With film that Anderson. starred John claude Van Damme. It went on to spawn a direct-to-DVD sequel and even a short-lived TV series. Universal has hired uh, two writers to pen Time Cop's script. Uh, they're Mark and Brian Gunn, who previously wrote the screenplay for Journey to the Mysterious Island. The original Time Cop was heavy on action and sci-fi, starred uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and centered on a futuristic society where time travel was regulated by police. In the reboot, the sci-fi aspect will take a backseat to the bigger picture. The new Time Cop will be less like its predecessor, more like uh, Ryan Johnson's Looper. Time Cop is uh, Jet Li, too, isn't it? Kind of. Did a bit, the one. The one was. Oh, the one. That's, that's, I'm thinking of the one. Different, but I would love for the, to, to just do Time Cop and make it like Time Pigs and make it a total parody thing. Time Cop is just rife for parody. Sure. It should be. It should be. It should be like. You should set it up in the 80s. You just straight up. It opens up and it looks exactly like. Like rebuild the set from the first Beverly Hills Cop. Right, rebuild that that precinct set, and that's where this cop reports to. It just so happens that in this reality, time travel started in like '84, right? And that's where the base is. So they keep checking in in '84, and every time he goes to the fucking future, he's still dressed in like '84 shit, doing stupid shit, just busting people, going back to the Civil War and busting people, and it's just really dumb. And it could be really fucking funny. Could be I could see in the right hands that could it be could fun. Be really fucking time cop done dumb could be Back really fun. That should be the name Miami of Miami Vice. Yeah, kinda. Ooh, Miami Vice is number one new show. Really I brought this lava. Funny. 
Miami Vice is what? Number one new show in Bratislava. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Miami Vice. Eh? Yeah. What is it? What do you say? What do you say? Crockett and Tubbs. Uh, what does he say? He says something. I'm trying to remember else. what he says after that, but I know at one point he's stop. Have a time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Weekend Geek! Hey! hey. WGN America has decided to develop a TV series based on DC Vertigo Comics series Scalped. The comic series, ah. created by writer uh, Jason Aaron, uh, revolves around the life of Dyshell Badhorse, a cop who goes back to the reservation he grew up on so he can go undercover to bring down the corrupt leader of the tribal council, Lincoln Red Crow. Uh, Scalped will not be the first original series for WGN America, which will launch its first series, Salem, on April 20th, 2014. It will also join a heavy slate of DC comic properties in development, joining the previously announced Gotham, The Flash, Constantine, Our Man, Preacher, and iZombie. Uh, the show is being developed by Doug Young, who will be who will write the pilot as well as working on as the executive producer of the show. Uh, Young' most recent work has been the uh, Cinemax series Banshee. So I've heard a lot it, of good stuff about Banshee. So mm, right, and yeah. Scalped is a fantastic comic. So this yeah. is this could be really good. Cool. Like Justified on the reservation. Yeah, Justified. Right. A little bit of Sopranos in there. Yeah. Sopranos. Yeah, Barry turned me on to that one. He's yep. spot on on that one. Mm-hmm. It's a good book. Cool. Uh, and Matthew Vaughn is bringing Superior, a uh, seven-issue limited hero series by uh, Mark Millar, uh, to the silver screen. 20th Century Fox just picked up Superior's adaptation, with Vaughn serving as producer. Uh, Superior, published between two, uh, 2010 and 2012, under Marvel's creator-owned imprint Icon, is the story of Simon Pooney, a athletic... Uh, 12-year-old boy who grows angry and bitter after losing the use of his legs to multiple sclerosis. In an, ex- in an escape, he uh, turns to superhero stories when a, a strange alien monkey appears to him and grants him one wish, and he asks to be transformed into his favorite superhero, uh, Superman analog known as Superior. His wish is granted, of course, but there's a catch. If he wants to keep his powers, he has to sell his soul. The project is the latest in a string of Millar-written comics in development at Fox. The studio's already got adaptations of Starlight, Nemesis, and Kindergarten Heroes in the works. And Miller's also working as a consultant at the studio to help shepherd their upcoming slate of Fantastic Four and X-Men films. Anybody read Superior? Nope. I haven't even heard of it until this. I've 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 heard heard of it. I've noticed it. Didn't really get into it. It's just basically like the twisty take on... Shazam, Captain well, Marvel. It is. Anything with a He's space very much, monkey in it, it Paul's going to have heard of. Uh, Miller's very much a twisty take on current comics. Yeah. In general, so. Yeah. He, you know, he's done some really good stuff. <clears throat> Interesting. He's had some really good runs on, uh, I thought his Ultimate X-Men, not Ultimate X-Men, New X-Men was really great. With Zorn. All that shit. Was it Miller that Groppler did uh, Miller that did? Um... No, it was actually Magneto. Spoiler, bitches. Was that Miller? I thought that was Morrison. Oh, that is Morrison. Okay. Who? What else okay. did Miller do? He hasn't um... done shit. Then fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Nemesis. I've seen a little bit of that. I've read a little bit of Nemesis, which I'd... it's kind of the alternate take of the Joker kind of thing. Yeah, it's... kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's a good view of it. Yeah. Yeah, for that either. What? Oh, he did he do Wanted? Did he? I 
Is that Mark think, Miller? I don't know, man. I think that might be him. I don't know. That sounds like Mark Miller, but okay, probably. I'm thinking that I'm thinking the wrong fucking we guy. We are geek experts. <laughs> right? Yeah, yep. yeah. Come here. I'm no, not. No, 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 this I, is Mark Miller. This is, this is yeah, Mark this Miller. Miller. Okay, that's wanted, right? I believe so. I think it is. I always want to say Millar. I, I do, do too. too. And yeah, in fact, I did say it a couple times. I'm sure. So, although I'm sure the fandom right now is just screaming at their radio like they want to do. I'm here, so I can't scream at the radio. Well. Find better uses of your time than <laughs> <laughs> listening to Geek Shot. And screaming at your losers. Radio. No, keep listening, but don't scream at the radio. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, oh, it never screams back. A reboot of Flash Gordon is in the works. Aww. With relative newcomers J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay, who are working on the Star Trek III script, putting the script together. The project is said to be a swashbuckling space adventure along the lines of J.J. Abrams' Star Trek reboot. Uh, those most modern-day fans will probably be more familiar with the 80s film or the sci-fi adaptation that lasted a season. Uh, Payne and McKay are going to go back to the basics for inspiration. The script apparently pulls its tone from the original 1930s serials. Oh, oh fun. really? So that could Good. be really that, fun. That would be cool. I've seen some of those. That are yeah. Dated. Dated, for sure, but oh, yeah. interesting. Right. Do you think that camp for the style time. would... Would translate. Well, Man, it depends. And I don't, I don't, I don't like the idea because the Rocketeer didn't work. So there you go. It I found thought, its fan base. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the Rocketeer it worked succeed, for a lot of people, Paul. Yeah, just because yeah. it didn't yeah. work for you. No, yeah. who did that work for? Do you like the Rocketeer? What'd you say? Yeah, I liked it. What are you, what are you doing? I can't hear you. You liked the Rocketeer? Yes, I did. Why? It was a fun little romp, very comic style. Blah blah. <laughs> Blah. Whatever you said you, was going to get that. I know. No. I, 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 I realize romp. nothing I say is going to make a difference Fun to him. Romp. But it's it's that style of film. It's that '40s style adventure film. The uh, the classic nobody that comes across a piece of equipment that turns him into a somebody. I mean, so you're talking about a very at base the eleventh hour story. of the fucking movie. Boring shit. No, he finds it at the beginning oh, yeah. of the film. But he doesn't do shit with it for a long yeah, time. Does. Yes, he does. Terrible movie. He <laughs> saves. <laughs> oh, well, wow. Well, I mean, clearly nothing I'm going to say is going to make a difference to you, but right. I'm sure that the audience <laughs> could chime in. You know, and the audience keep screaming at your radios. No. Cards. <laughs> <laughs> write something to comments at Ugly Cat. Yeah, write folks, something to the comments you. and prove me right because the Rocketeer was a steaming turd. It, uh, it, it did well at the box office. Uh, yeah, like right. A, uh, That's why people call it the Rocketeerd. That's Nobody his name. calls it. Nobody the calls it. You the just said it. Right you get turned all the time. Oh, well, there you, you go. You must have failed. What is it? What was her name? Jennifer Jason Lee Garvey Oswald. Who was her? Who's that girl Jennifer in it? Jennifer Connelly. Right. So right. Everybody's like, "Hey, Jennifer Connelly. What was up? Why did you make the Rocketeerd?" And she's like, "What?" And we go, "You know that movie we were just in, the Rocketeerd." She goes, "Oh my goodness." You've taken the name of my movie and put turd in it. In a, oh my goodness, she was dumbstruck. <laughs> what the hell well, are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad. You squandered your one chance to talk to Jennifer Connelly with that, <laughs> yeah. dude. If Boy, it's yo, meant yo, to yo, be, yo, it's yo, meant yo, to yo, be. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> not beautiful mind, not. Hey, and then she walked away when he started going ass to ass. I'm the only. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the only goblin king she needs. 
What happened to ass to ass? Who? <laughs> Who went to ass to ass? You don't know the Jennifer Connelly <laughs> ass to ass reference? No. Oh, my. No, but you the, need to, <laughs> I mean, if you look at, we Google were talking it. earlier. I will. Google, there you go. Google it. We were talking earlier about Raiders, and that was inspired by those 30s serials and tried to keep yeah. that yeah. same yeah. mood. And for the first two movies, energies. they got it. Well, there you go. Then the first two movies of Flash are going to be great. <laughs> Crazy logic. I just think the Rocketeer was terrible. I, I we we know this. Right. You, we got you, that impression. You have made no. Okay. You have made no. <laughs> no bones about it. Because yeah. <laughs> you were so vague. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> just want you to know. I wouldn't mind seeing something. Like oh, I that, shouldn't have so. said Rocketeer. I, I meant the Rocketeer. <laughs> no, I think it'd be fun. I'd I'd love to see uh, a Flash movie that's more of that ilk. There's lots of retro science fiction stuff out there. Whether it's steampunk, diesel punk. You know, all of that kind of stuff where you throw in those elements but with the real deep historical reference. And in that kind of respect, I think that Flash Gordon could work. But what of the lessons of John Connor of Mars? You mean John Carter? Not John, John Connor. You know, the Terminator <laughs> Barsoom <laughs> mashup, which is a really great concept. <laughs> Get your ass to Mars. What about Come with it? me it if you a, want to live. Dude, Get mean, your ass to Mars. That just shows you need your people to actually understand the property that they've got. But, I mean, that was... No, that was passed off what's in mid-transmission... Uh, I'm sorry, in mid-transition in uh, Disney overlordship. But didn't he love that? He did. He did. Stanton loved it, but but the the Disney execs, the marketing, the all hands of that, had already been all over it, and he had no way to salvage well, it. Well, no, I don't think it was that so much as the, the producing the expectation. They really didn't understand what they had. They kind of the new the new regime treated it like a red-headed stepchild. So and also, yeah, I mean. The movie, but I rightfully love the, so, it was a terrible film. Well, it that that doesn't mean that every one of those is going to be like that. I, but you got it. Two just means here. that you, you have to do a good job with it. And John Carter of Mars. I don't think I don't think the comparison is there. <laughs> John Connor of Tard. <laughs> of Turd. What's turd. <laughs> John Connor of Turd. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's Paul's retro sci-fi yeah. movie. Barsoom is Martian for... Yeah. <laughs> Paul does a Barsoom a couple times a week and has to change the... That's in the middle of the show. Yeah. Guys, I better get to the Barsoom or else I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> Can you go to the bar later? Nope. Got to go Barsoom. Pahrump. <laughs> oh, boy. I wish I could transport that to the surface of Mars. Oh, there'll be intelligent life out there soon enough. What up with that light on Mars? What was that? Oh, my God. What was it? What? What I don't know. What are you talking about? Surely you know, Luddy. Yeah. The light on Mars? I, I, don't saw, call me I saw the article. I saw that movie. There's I a picture it. from the Mars rover, and there's something it. reflecting some light on, you know, way far away. Okay. And it's like a nice little stab of light. It's not like a little... Doesn't look like a glint off sand. It looks like some. Looks like Paul shining a, a flashlight right at the rover. Up in the air. Well, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, hear what's about it. up with that, Martians? <laughs> Get at me, Martians! Well, obviously, yeah. Paul, the tech at the studio where they used to film the moon landing, mm-hmm. now they're doing the Mars stuff. Walked by at the wrong time. His mag light was on. It flashed the camera. <laughs> yeah, so it leads to a little more funding. Yep. Whatever. Christian no. Bale yelled at him for stepping in his sight line. 
I believe <laughs> I believe we went to the moon, and I know we're on Mars. I just think now that there's Martians. <laughs> wow, this little this little speck of light turned him right the fuck around. That and the Shit. donut. <laughs> and the donut? You didn't uh, see the donut jelly donut? Jelly donut? Well, am I the only one that's watching was, what's happening on Mars? It was a, it was a rock. <laughs> no, I think just the rest of us read more credible uh, no. news okay. outlets. Right, just because my two news outlets just happen to be video game fan sites. <laughs> <laughs> Yours are more credible. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Sure. You're going to trust fucking CNN? Uh, you're you're, uh, fuck, you're a pawn in the game. You're a pawn in the game. Who's no, the what's up now? with that, uh, the, the, you know? the donut there was a donut it was a rock. there was a jelly donut on the mars that's what they called it they found they found a rock that was a jelly donut they found a rock shaped like a jelly donut is what you're saying tell the story michael i don't know the story <laughs> I, I, I didn't take that much i didn't freak out about it like you did uh, found you don't even know Mars. the story. You just saw the headline and said, like, oh, I'm going to give you so much shit on Mars. I'm going to give you so much shit for not knowing this as soon as I look it up. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. They think. You they read a headline that said jelly donut found on Mars, and you thought, I'm getting awesome Krispy Kreme on Mars. Yeah, exactly. Jelly. Great. Now I want Krispy Kreme. Thanks, Luddite. Jelly Biglins. Oh, 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 I put Jelly Don, and guess what? The first thing that comes up Jelly Donut on Mars. Okay. Suck my dick. (laughs) All right. Say you didn't see an article. We're just curious what it is. (laughs) Look at the image. Look at the image. You can see it's a Jelly Donut on the first surface of Mars, clearly. I see. Right, you saw I it. see it's all right. A loop. Here we go. Oh, it says mystery of donut. the Martian jelly donut rock solved. We'll see. A rock. <laughs> it was a rock. A donut shaped oh rock God. was found on Mars. See, one go. of the Union see. gaffers on the Mars set left his jelly donut in front of the camera. The mystery of the world famous jelly donut rock on Mars has at last been solved by diligent mission scientists. Toiling away in dank research labs on Earth. Why dank? Why is that? Because <laughs> they're toiling. Because uh, they're lying. Toiling That's what's going away on. in the dank yeah, research right. room. The jelly donut, <laughs> in quotes here. <sighs> the yeah. jelly donut rock achieved worldwide fame, or better yet, infamy, jelly when it suddenly rock. appeared out of nowhere in pictures taken by NASA's renowned Red Planet rover Opportunity in January. And the answer is... Well, it's a rock. It's not heretofore undetected Martian beings or even rocks falling from the sky. Rather, it's alien space invaders, in some sense at least. And that alien space invader is from Earth. And her name is Opportunity. Indeed, Sister Rover Curiosity may have unwittingly pointed to the culprit and helped resolve the riddle when she snapped a brand new photo of Earth, home planet to Opportunity and Curiosity and all their makers. See the evidence for yourselves. Looking here. It turns out the six-wheeled Opportunity unknowingly created the mystery herself when she drove over a larger rock, crushing it with the force of her wheels, 400 pounds, their 400-pound mass. Fragments were sent hurtling across the summit of the north-facing uh, mountaintop, where she is currently climbing up Murray Ridge along the western rim of the vast crater named in, uh, named Endeavor that spans some 22 kilometers. Uh, one piece, good damn it! One piece unwittingly <laughs> rolled downhill. The rock fragment, now dubbed P 
Pinnacle Island suddenly appeared in pictures taken by Opportunity's cameras. And that exact same spot had been vacant of debris and photos taken barely four days earlier, during which time the rover didn't move a single millimeter. Well, that's what the big brouhaha that was. That was it. Pinnacle Island measures only about 1.4 inches wide with a noticeable white rim and red center, hence its jelly donut nickname. The Martian riddle was finally resolved when Opportunity roved a tiny stretch and took some look back photographs to document the mysterious scene for further scrutiny. Once we moved Opportunity a short distance after expect inspecting Pinnacle Island, we could see directly uphill an overturned rock that had the same unusual appearance. Uh, we drove over it. We can see the track. That's where Pinnacle Island came from. So really, it wasn't a matter of they found a jelly donut well, shaped the original, rock. The original, the original thing I heard was the was rock that, showed out of nowhere. Right, and the, they were like, "What? Did, where okay. does rock come from?" And then everybody goes, "Oh, the wheel probably kicked it up." And then. Yeah. A couple months later, they go, yeah, the wheel kicked it up. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a goddamn jelly donut on Mars <laughs> that the Illuminati have just buried. Buried. Oh, yeah. Toiling in dank labs. That's how shit gets solved. Dank labs. Fuck. Whatever. Who knows? What about the light? Okay. Let's see what's going on with that. You read your next story. Don't go to the next story while you're looking at that. Don't go into the light, Caroline. The sci-fi. We, we want the house clean. The sci-fi channel clean. has placed a ten-episode straight-to-series order for The Expanse, based on James S. A. Corey's sandwich habits. Corey's sci-fi book, <laughs> *Leviathan Wakes*. After having won a project bidding, uh, project in a bidding war, the book is said to have put a new spin on the space operas being described around the industry as *Game of Thrones* in space. Uh, the script is being developed by Academy Award-nominated duo Mark Fergus and Hawk Otsby, who did *Children of Men* and *Iron Man*. Uh, the long uh, line—oh, uh, sorry—the log line calls *The Expanse* a thriller set 200 years in the future, following the case of a missing young woman who brings a hardened detective and a rogue ship's captain together in a race across the solar system to expose the greatest conspiracy in human history. What is the greatest conspiracy in human history? Uh, Sci-fi president Dave Howe. Jelly, jelly donut. Exactly. <laughs> jelly donut. I'm just gonna, well, I want to put I've it out right here right now. It's all about a jelly donut. Seriously. Seriously. I wrote Jelly Dawn, <laughs> right? Yeah, we caught this part. And it said Jelly Donut on Mars. I just wrote Light on, first thing, Light on Mars. Could it be trending? You didn't realize that <laughs> you Google that modifies its search results based yeah. on your history. You might have had that phone for a month or two. <laughs> My history of crazy? Your, your no, previous, your history, your browsing history. history. Crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google browsing. knows you. Guys. Okay, finish it up your story. Yeah, what you look it learns what uh, look for. I know yes. you wanted you'd yeah. want to talk about this. Uh, Sci-fi president Dave Howe noted that the new series fits into the network's renewed strategy for developing high-concept sci-fi projects with an eye towards space set drama. Quote. The Expanse is epic in scale and scope and promises to be sci-fi's most ambitious series to date. Bringing this coveted book franchise to television with all our partners at Alcon and Sean Daniel Company is a giant win for sci-fi, reinforcing our overall strategy to produce bold, provocative, and compelling sci-fi fantasy stories. The Expanse joins a killer lineup of high-concept, high-quality series, along with recently announced projects Ascension, 12 Monkeys, renewed Renewal of Helix, and soon to premiere Dominion. Uh, Michael, tell me about the Expanse. The Expanse is a great series. I've re I've actually haven't read the final book. I've read uh, Leviathan Wakes, which is really good and has a great uh, horror aspect to it. Um, and also Caliban's War, which uh, kind of goes on the the more Game of Thrones epic politics type go type thing going on. Politics in a 
in a uh, on a galactic scale, which is really really cool. Um, no, on a solar. They did system that scale, in the Phantom Menace. I was gonna say no, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is way better than Phantom Menace. Nothing's no, better than Phantom no, that, Menace. The, the uh, I haven't read it myself, but yeah, Leviathan wakes. I turned really, Vard on to it. He's really a, he's getting, um, really getting. I thought I remembered Barry mentioning to me once that he was reading that. Reinvigorating. So I mean, space opera is already getting reinvigorated. Another right. reason why I have faith in the Flash Gordon thing. And it's like yeah. people taking the older pulpy stuff, but coming back at it with a more serious uh, approach, even though they have the tremendous love for it. And um, uh, Leviathan is uh, like one of those that does tale. And the, the, it. It's not hard science fiction, uh, as in... You it's know, space opera. But, but it's... Uh, it's got some well thought out ideas. It's really yeah. good. Well, and sci-fi does seem to be at least attempting to kick up the production value. I have to of say, properties outbidding so. everybody for this project, yeah, gives them a lot of a. Class. Yeah, well, you you read off weeks ago that they're talking about the rebranding and getting back to their roots. Yeah, it looks yeah. like they are making good on their work. Well, it's good too. You know, when you got wrestling on sci-fi mm-hmm. and Star Trek on Spike. You know what? It, it, this yeah. seems to be in. <laughs> This is a good thing. This seems to be a trend going now in the businesses in general. It's kind of like uh, Square Enix saying, wait a second, we just made a lot of money on doing what we used to do best, Japanese role-playing games. We're now just going to focus on doing that instead of doing all this stuff to appeal to the mass audiences that isn't catching on. Yeah. So I think Sci-Fi Channel's kind of going, wait a second, we... Why aren't we using our name? Yeah, well, uh, to do what we should be doing best. I can't say it's a hundred percent because you've got a lot of these, you know, people that have gone through business school and you know they've been practicing and you know the the instructors preaching the whole diversification yeah. thing and you know they've taken over these networks and they think, well, we know that you're known for sci-fi, but let's mix as much stuff in there so we can get as much of an audience as possible. And then they realize it's a muddied water. Far too late. Yeah, you've got you've got nothing to really set your channel apart there was a from chance, anything else. There was a chance they could have made the wrestling real sci-fi, and that would have been awesome. Everybody comes out and like, ladies and gentlemen, here comes Zip Zoga Bluebly, and it's this like tentacle uh, man. That, right? that out might have like, gotten me like, back in. That, that, I, 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 I might have like watched screaming, that. And it's like, and then like, and here comes. Zap Ranger! And this guy comes out and goes, Hey! And he brings out his gun and he goes, and shoots the thing and it's all, and explodes. And it's like, That's the end of the match! Interglobal Space Champion Zap Ranger! Fucking Space Olympics. I'm thinking as long as Vince McMahon is around, that would probably never happen. I don't know, man. You, I've been watching the old Raw. DVDs, uh-huh. dude, it used to be awesome. Wrestling used to be awesome. It used to be awesome. And a big part of that awesome was Vince McMahon's announcing. He was no joke. That man just threw his blood, sweat, and passion into that shit and made some ridiculous bullshit work. It was out of control. It was great. It was great. Now, although I've been doing a lot of botchamania and all this stuff recently and everything, and it's just so funny. The If you watch... <laughs> There's a couple of really great videos of Vince McMahon doing what a maneuver. He says it all the time. <laughs> what a maneuver! What a maneuver! 
what a maneuver every time somebody does something halfway interesting like what a maneuver or if it's like a, a halfway flopped out thing like oh what a maneuver it's fucking so funny god but he was so passionate and good him bobby heenan macho man all those guys on the mic compared to the announcers they have right now night and day night and day dude cole is the worst thing ever uh, the thing that heats our homes? Oh, yeah. He's terrible. And uh, so is Jerry Lawler. He's atrocious. Terrible announcer. All right. I, give, I got to give Paul some props because I, I went on my uh, phone here and put light on. And the first thing came up was light on Mars. Yep. Me too. And I put Jelly D and it said Jelly Dawn. I got Jelly Mars. D. I didn't even need Jelly Dawn. So, okay. Now, response to the light, light on Mars. One, Speaking we, of coal. One possibility, Webster says, who's the uh, spokesperson for NASA and the whole project is that the light is the glint from a rock surface reflecting the sun. When these images were taken each day, the sun was in the same direction as the bright spot, west-northwest from the rover and relatively low in the sky. So it's not staying there all day. It's just at certain times of the day, this little light shows up. Mm. So it's probably just light. You know, and the it same thing happens, happens in, in my cameras. backyard. Yeah. Really? Yep, same, same time every day. There's like <laughs> they're fucking with you, man. They also think it could possibly. Does your shadow move around too? Well, I don't go out there, man. They're it's looking scary. at the possibility of it being cosmic rays striking the camera's detector. That was where I. That is when I start to go. <laughs> as soon you know, if you tell me alarm seriously, goes yeah, if, you, if you tell me, hey, it was probably the sun reflecting on the, on the rock a little bit different. I'm like, okay. Or cosmic rays? What? <laughs> That's some fuck you. You don't believe yeah. in That's cosmic some, rays? I told. I read enough Fantastic Four. Yeah, I know Fantastic what goes Four, down. Yeah. Cosmic rays, man. You don't want to fuck with them. Yeah. What a load of shit. You know my favorite <laughs> cosmic <laughs> ray is the best. My favorite cosmic ray is cosmic ray Charles. <laughs> Martians. Oh god. Oh Martians. Just <laughs> <laughs> that old sweet soul. <laughs> Bring them Martians on my mind. My favorite was Cosmic Ray Leonard. Great boxer. Cosmic <laughs> Ray Leonard was really good. In his day, Cosmic Ray Leonard had some had some moves. When he did the rope-a-dope. Uh, my favorite composer is Cosmic Ray Mancini. <laughs> Ray Mancini? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> I can't even think of a single song that guy's written. <laughs> because they're timeless. <laughs> and in Stargate, Cosmic? Cosmic Ray Anderson, he's like the <laughs> man. Yep. <laughs> he plays the uh, the uh, super intelligent dolphin with a laser on his head, right? Yep. Freaking laser. Hey, I'm, I'm Cosmic Ray Romano. Uh, what? Why am I stuck on Mars? Hey. Oh, no. Oh, I should. Oh. It's too late for us to turn off the Mars light, hon. We're going to have to pay extra on the bill. I'm sorry. I'm already in bed. I'm not getting up to yeah. turn off the Mars light. I'm Cosmic Ray. I'm Cosmic Ray. Everybody loves Cosmic Raymond. Wise. There's, there's the title for your show. Ray, you're my brother. Why do you always leave the light on, Ray? Oh, God. Why do you always my leave tall, the light on? My tall dick brother oh, comes over here. Hey, All he wants to God. do is fuck my wife and eat my well, kids. You have Get a beautiful out of here. wife. Well, you yeah, don't I know. know how lucky of you course. are. Yeah, I'm really you lucky. don't know how lucky you have such yeah, a beautiful really Martian wife. Better. Go. You have the antennaed God wife that's gorgeous. When in the later episodes the do I get Martian. to kill myself? That's <laughs> the ultimate thing here. I need to be hanging from the 
ceiling one episode dead. Uh, and everybody comes in like, what happened? We all loved him so much. And I'm like, I got a note on there. Fuck you. You didn't love shit. You love picking on Cosmic Ray. Well, now you don't have Cosmic Ray to kick around anymore, so eat my balls. Everybody loves Cosmic Ray. They did until I killed myself. Except when he's been drinking like by this. By hanging. <laughs> I killed myself from hanging. Yeah. Nobody loves drunk Cosmic Ray. So what's up with that? Why is that a thing that well, everyone... Well, the damn light on. Huh? Why, why, why was already in bed? What am I going to do? Get up and turn it off? No. I'm not going to do that. I had to I'm sit up all night with mom and dad where they uh, complained oh, about Oh, well, you have my sympathies for that. Yeah, uh, I, I, fault, hate, I hate my parents, mind. too. Everybody uh, loves me, but hates my mom and dad. Nobody likes How they make parents. a nice kid if they're such assholes. Nobody likes oh, the fuck. Oh, boy. What terrible parents. misunderstandings. I live on the moon. <laughs> Cosmic Ray. Everybody loves me. Duh. <laughs> Uh, I don't normally put things in the rumor category on the show. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> then, then put it in the fact category. And let's just roll. <laughs> Straight up say uh, this is a fact. Just this because is the, the only nope. information is, is from the website Schmoes No. Okay. Uh, they're reporting that Jeff Wadlow, the uh, director from Kick-Ass 2, has signed on to direct... This is not the only place. <laughs> ...the Masters of the Universe remake. Right. Uh, at least according to their mysterious scooper. According to their report, <laughs> is he the poopa scooper? That's what I call my dog walk. <laughs> the mysterious scooper. The mysterious <laughs> scooper. I've come to save the day, dog park. I am the mysterious scooper. <laughs> In the night, I climb the fences of the dog parks and with gloved hands scour the floor. Oh, when I run across a meaty clump, uh, <laughs> I grasp it heartily and squish it through my fingers. The mighty scooper. I'm the the mystery scooper. The mystery. The mystery scooper. scoop. I sound a lot like necropsy, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually mystery scoop. We are different people. Shut up! Shut up! Stab! 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 Oh. <laughs> That's a, that'll be easy for Tom to animate. Oh, I'm just walking uh, my wanna, fucking dog. Why did I, I, I want to stab? I want to see Cosmic Christ. Ray. That's why I want to say I want to see Cosmic uh, Ray animated. Hey, uh, did, anybody, did somebody forget to turn off the shuttle? Uh, <laughs> who forgot? Which, who, which kid took the rover out? Why'd you let him take the rover out? Ray. They don't have a license. I don't have a license. Oh, oh you're going to get him out of the crater? Well, I'm not. Oh, fuck you. Why'd I marry you? Oh, boy. When you come home and I'm dead from asphyxiation because I'm not breathing air, you'll know. You'll know what was really going on with Cosmic Raymond. Oh, boy. Oh, oh. A, a Martian just got on my crotch area. I think it's a Martian. I hope. Oh, my wife's going to kill me for fucking a Martian. Oh, why did I do it? Why did I do it? It was so quick. It was so easy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have fucked a Martian. I did it. Oh, regrets. Oh, boy. This is this is at least three episodes worth of material. <laughs> so, uh, Masters of the Universe that's movie. Really that's really all That's it? That's okay. all Okay, all right. Director. Schmoesing no. enough, Paul just derailed his own uh, yeah. story. Yeah, really? Yeah. What? There's nothing to tell. I hope well, he's doing it. a mystery scooper. I got the mystery scooper. The I mystery scooper it. was really what it was all about. I hope he is doing it because uh, he better better than the last. one. I didn't see two. Okay. Did you like two? I hadn't seen it either. Okay, so I don't know uh, about Kick Ass Two. I saw Kick Ass Two. It's it's fine. It's not as good as the first one, but it's good. 
Okay. It's fun. But yeah. I mean, the guy at least has some knowledge of... And he is attached to the X-Force uh, right. picture. So. Right. And he's he's definitely... Um, I'll say the he's pro... He's the right to- age. I think he's two years younger than me. Okay. So he's the right age to do this. Yeah. The pro to Kick-Ass 2 for me is that there's no Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I didn't mind Nicolas Cage and Kick-Ass. Yeah, it didn't quite work for me in that movie for some reason, but that's just I me. Mean, oh, was Jim Carrey okay in that one, even though he got dumb at the end? It was like, oh, I can't believe I did he this was, movie. Yeah, he was good in the role. He, he, you know why he felt that way? Because he didn't play Jim Carrey. And so he didn't play Jim Carrey in the movie. He was actually usually, acting and stuff. Yeah, it was actually like for a little while, there were moments where it didn't look like him. It didn't act like him. It was like he just played it like what he, I think the he played. Yeah. He played the script. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, wasn't like wackadoo, wackadoo, wackadoo or Truman where he was trying to win an Oscar. And so it's, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's so, yeah, at the so, end, he so probably felt. It. It was like, oh, my God, I yeah. acted in that movie. I don't feel good about Audiences that Audiences aren't going to expect this. Was he? Did he feel bad about doing that movie? He, felt, he, well, it, was about he the, it was more about the violence, the violence yeah. of it, oh. which is a, yeah, exactly a low horse shit. Why the fuck Jenny did you McCarthy do the movie? Get exactly, whispering exactly. in his Between ear? Him and crazy Jenny McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's somebody backtracking because he's afraid the movie's going to yeah, go. Yeah, we shouldn't well. have vaccines or violence. Well, uh. what are we doing here? No vaccines, no violence. I mean, really, what's the point? If we had no vaccines, we may not have Cosmic Ray, and then everybody would be happier. Everybody (laughs) loves Cosmic Raymond. (laughs) Hey, according to Box Office Mojo, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, officially encompassing the nine films released since 2008, under the Marvel Studios banner is now the highest-grossing franchise in U.S. box office history. Yay. Uh-huh. Out distancing both Star Wars and the Harry Potter series. Uh, the MCU films have grossed a total of $2.46 billion at the domestic box office. How many movies wow. are encompassing that right now? Uh, that's, that's eight nine. pictures. Eight? No, so nine films. Nine films. Nine. Now. So that's the same as the Harry Potter number. Uh, one above. Harry Potter has eight films. Eight films. Oh, <laughs> right. Seven Second books, at just under two point four billion dollars. So then it's a moot point. Of course, more movies made more money. Mm. What, this, this, Shocking. This is not. Wow. This I, is not well, analogous. I think it's great that you're standing up for Harry Potter. That's well. well no, someone needs to. He's standing up. <laughs> Ejaculus <for> Maximus. <laughs> squirt. He's standing up for uh, the, somewhat lies. I'm standing up for math. Yeah. For fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? Eight barrels of apples have more apples in them than seven barrels of apples. Well, wait a minute. Not there are more Bond films. Okay. <clears throat> there are more Bond films. Where's the money there? 24. In the and toilet they are where at, it belongs. And they're at $1.91 billion. That's right. Yep. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> Walk through that arch. There you go. <laughs> Put that in your arch and smoke it. Oh, oh I should have walked through that arch. <laughs> Where am I now? Oh, Put on I'm... your magic vest and walk through that arch, bitch. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm on Saturn. I didn't mean to get on Saturn. <laughs> I'm not ready for Saturn. Oh, this is this is it. I should never. Why did we agree to walk through the arch? Oh boy. <laughs> did that... oh, everybody it. loves Cosmic Raymond, but not on Saturn. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my wife is gonna kill me! Uh, I'm speaking never of gonna be cosmic. home in time for dinner, she made Mars meatloaf, which is rocks. <laughs> that's all there is on I mean, Mars. They're meatloaf-shaped rocks, but well, they are, yeah, oh, she rocks. does a great job of sculpting. But it's a taste <laughs> thing. It's a taste thing. I didn't mean it, hon. Your meatloaf is delicious. Oh, kill me now! Oh, <laughs> Cosmic Raymond lives in hell. It's Saturday's hell. <laughs> Red Dwarf is reportedly coming back to life once again. It's cold outside. There's no kind of atmosphere. 
<laughs> Series co-creator Doug Naylor is signed on to write the upcoming 11th season, which is scheduled to shoot in October. If the schedule holds, the series could debut in the fall of 2015. The news was announced at the recent Sci-Fi Scarborough convention during a Red Dwarf panel. The series, which follows the crew of a mining spaceship, originally debuted back in 1988 and ran on BBC for about a decade. Then the series went into hiatus until it was revived 10 years later by the UK network Dave for a miniseries run. That turned out to be a success, and they've kept the series around via limited runs ever since. Uh, the most recent uh, season, Red Dwarf X, aired in 2012. Netflix huh. keeps suggesting I watch it. I've just never gotten around You've to never watching. seen it? No, I It's great. I want to lie, shipwreck, and comatose, drinking On the previous story, juice. I agree with Paul. Unless the numbers are like twice what everybody else has made. It's like, well, yeah, it's yeah, just math. more movies. Well, Fucking math. So it's better than the Bond film. I, everything's got to be a goddamn competition. Well, there's that. Everything's got to be well, a goddamn competition. Well, then just sit back and concede. Concede what? Concede that what? they're bigger. They've made more money. Congratulations. I'll tell you what, though. They are <laughs> good movies. I'm happy about that. That's like a new well, thing at Long well, John Silver's, isn't it? <laughs> I, I think it's... Would well, you like extra congratulations <laughs> with your with your chicken planks? <laughs> How much do they cost? They're free. You just, you just have to ask. I, I'm still not sure if I want these. Come you know, on. You want some more congratulations. <laughs> they're free. Yeah. I feel like I should... I don't know if I want free dickens. Hey, okay, don't... don't I, I'll take them home later. I get to take them home. I get free... Uh, uh, do I get free malt vinegar. Do they come with the lobster? Come with lobster. What comes with lobster free, sir? Well, we're at Red how would congratulations possibly come with lobster free? I'll pay for them if they if I do. I, do you'll I pay for the lobster, and then the you'll lobster, just get the congratulations. That's what I'm asking. They're complimentary if you've ordered anything. If you want them, oh, oh, do you want extra congratulations? I'm no, not going to talk about this forever. Extra for free? I thought we were just talking about a regular order. What's extra? They come with what? any order. Well, then complimentary. Why are you asking me? I feel like I should just. You know what? Fine. I'll just get them. I'll I put them on there. I think you me. want them on there. I'll put them on the side. They go How about on I top? put the congratulations on the side? I put them on the side. Oh, God, how much longer are you going to be? <laughs> hey, there you go. I'm waiting. Come on. Is the Dicklin sauce. Can I get the, the only Long John's on Mars. <laughs> I've been waiting for a half hour. I just want the captain's plank. <laughs> I just want the captain's I'm plank. Sure. Do you want Dick? Yeah, you want the captain's plank. plank. Of course, I'm gonna get congratulations. That's why you come along, John Silvers, for the congratulations. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. Well, well why wouldn't why you just get them? They're why? complimentary. I've never heard of them before. I thought the, the server was playing that to is you the completely. Sauce good? Is the Dicklin sauce good? Of course, it's right. Dicklin sauce. Congratulations. Right. Oh, okay, great. Two Thank orders, you. Then, I guess. All right, I'll take the the shrimp platter, please, and the captain's plank. <laughs> to go, <laughs> oh, to go, not for here. Oh no! no How am I gonna carry this back home with no bag? That's gonna float away. In a bag. That's why it's to go. Wait, is it heavier on Mars? Are things heavier on Everything's Mars? Everything's heavier on Mars. Is it? Yes. No, it's not. No. Is it lighter? <laughs> <laughs> they have less gravity on Mars. Okay, great. Yeah, I lost weight today, honey. Yay. Oh, no, you didn't lose weight. You probably you lost was... the weight because you didn't eat that jelly donut. Oh, no. Yeah. I ate the congratulations. <laughs> Yet your mass remains constant. Uh, wah. <laughs> <laughs> nobody li- nobody likes you, Tyson my brother. to show up. <laughs> Always bring this back to math. <laughs> Always bring this you back what? to science. You know what? How about your mass remains constant? How about that? Burn? 
Burn. That's not really. A, I think nope. that's just a fact. Come on, yeah. everybody loves Cosmic Raymond. Oh boy! I don't oh. think a fact can be a burn. I just I don't see how that's a. No, so, yeah. that's how uh, I do it. Uh, hey, Ray. you're tall. Burn. Ray, that's not a burn. That's yeah. Hey, that's that's a what nice you, car oh, oh, you've bought there. Burn. Oh, I, see. I see, Ray. So if I just say you have a big nose, that's yeah. a burn. Oh, that, yeah, touche. Yeah, that's what touché. I say. Touche. Marvel it. movies have done better than all other franchises. Burn. 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 <laughs> Take it to the bank. Your house is on fire for the burning <laughs> I think that do fires work on Mars <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think anything anymore does it work like that I got nothing. how does fire I got work on Mars I don't think you can no, have no, fire no. on Mars continue your no. thought yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah, work around on. it it's, I, I don't it's think broke. you can have fire it's broken fire your thought is broken Mars. it doesn't work oh, not in the way oh. we think of it at least <laughs> oh boy I should have yeah. I should have got farmer's insurance why I'm a farmer now on Mars you gotta have, have insurance be a farmer I don't Everybody so, uh, loves raising food. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Mars chickens. I'm not the I'm the only one here who has Mars chickens. Hey kids, you like the Simpsons? <laughs> Fuck <Sure>. yes. <laughs> I fucking love the Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> this August every episode from the show's quarter of exist quarter de- Quarter Ooh, shows quarter of existence will air on the 12-day span on the cable network FFX. They will start a landmark marathon on August 21st, ending the 552-episode streak on Labor Day, showing every single episode of The Simpsons 1 to 552. Wow. Uh, How long does that go? August 21st. Well, it's 24 hours a day. He burped. Yes, he burped. No. I can't. I, you you don't hate know. math. When's, don't, when's don't Labor forget. Day? That's 48 a day. First Monday. Yeah, probably 48 episodes a day, right? If you go 24 hours a day, that'd be 48 a day. If that's all they're going to show, period. If they're well, not that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, okay. How many days mm-hmm. are there between August? What's it? Or done? just do it the other way. Do 48 into 552? How many? So in 10 days, you would have 480. Yep. So it's going to wow. be like 12 days worth of Simpsons. Oh, my. If it's 24 hours. Or I could just finish the story Simpsons. and answer every single question you have. Okay. Oh, all right. Why don't you finish the story? The series last year. Wait a minute. Where did the <laughs> Simpsons come from? Why don't you walk, through, the fucking, walk through this arch up in my nuts? <laughs> <laughs> walk through my ball arch. You fucking asshole. <laughs> finish it up. FFX licensed the series last year for a cool $500 million. Well, Now, wait. What's FFX? It's a FXX. Where did it come from? That is, FFX. that is the channel that we talked about about four weeks ago. You said FFX. Yes, it is FX. Next, next channel. They it's not ha- FXX. It's FFX. Yes. Oh, I thought it was FXX. <laughs> Seriously, I did. FFX. License oh. the series next year for a cool $500 million. We'll also offer every episode for streaming in August via the FX Now app and show four hours of old episodes every Sunday leading up to the 26th season's premiere in the fall. Four hours. It's the best show ever made, period. Mic drop done. Except for maybe I'm The Wire. I'm surprised nope. that they went for the, the 26th the wire. season, to be honest. What? I, Twenty-five I, I, is a nice well, clean number. Well, yeah, but well, the, the, the you don't think they're going to go beyond twenty-six? No, I'm happy that oh. they're going beyond the twenty-six because all indications were yes, Fox yeah, was going to say twenty-five is it. We I don't want to pay yeah. any more money. Blah blah like, blah. I feel like and it's probably going to go to thirty now. Well, I tell you, everybody's saying the last couple of years have been. It's like come back. It has. Yeah, like it's, it's as good it's as an ever. Evergreen property. It's any show is going to change a little bit in. 25 years, of course it's going to be changed. You know what? Watch some SNL. 
Jesus oh. Christ. I oh. mean, The Simpsons has been consistently good. You Simpsons know, at its worst is still as right. good as SNL at its best. Right. Well, it's as good as much of television at its best. It's oh, still yeah. got some it real... Ge- and yeah, these last couple of years, the times that I've tuned in, I've been la- having out loud laughter well, at the shows. I have more friends who are yeah. like, wow, Which all of a sudden not, The Simpsons got really good again. That does not happen for me. I don't laugh out loud at shit, but The Simpsons, I laugh out loud. This last year, I've laughed out loud at The Simpsons. Very funny stuff. <laughs> the Google Glass one was pretty good. Mm. All right. Done. Yay, more Simpsons. And drop mic. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Thunk. Oh, hey, uh, you dropped Sitting your microphone Sitting in the couch. He's, it doesn't have far to go. <laughs> uh, research teams from the University of Oxford in England and the University of Rochester in the United States published their findings in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. The study revealed that gamers become more aggressive when playing games that are too difficult to play rather than games that depict grisly, violent scenes. The study found that it's the games with the complicated controls and difficult tasks that seemed almost impractical that caused players to be more aggressive and essentially, quote, rage quit. I can confirm this. The experiment included six controlled lab tests of university students. The students played a simple puzzle game where the researchers were able to increase the difficulty and manipulate the controls of the game in order to make it less responsive to the gamer. A survey was also conducted over 300 gamers where they were asked which games they enjoyed the most. This revealed that players experienced more aggression when they felt inadequate at the game they were playing. According to the co-author from the University of Rochester, Richard M. Ryan, the aggression comes from players not feeling like they can excel since the purpose of most games is to win. The violent content of video games had little to do with the aggression that the players experienced. That totally makes sense. So, we all yeah. get frustrated with a game, well, and I mean, that's when you get the angriest. Yeah, I, I, from from directly playing games, and and then after I'm done going, wow, did I, I really get that angry yeah. while I was playing that game? And observing others, you know, watching yeah. my friends play games, and and when the the difficulty ramps up, like you you know, might be cruising along and things are going well and you're feeling good, and then all of a sudden you get to a boss that is like near impossible to beat, and you're like. It's like, I, I've tried a hundred different ways to try to beat this boss, and I'm done. I can't fucking yeah. do this. You know, you get well, angry. It's also and that it's, sudden jump of like, yeah. all of a sudden, it's gotten eight times harder than it was. Right. That'll blow you up. And I've been playing a lot. I'm still playing a lot of Civilization Revolution, mm-hmm. and I'll get crazy angry at that game when. You know, there's you have a, an attack rate of seven, and they have a, a defense rate of like two, and they keep beating you. Because it's like, well, the computer's just cheating, so it can be more difficult for you to win the game. But that feels like that gets me riled up where I'm like, all right, I have to quit because I'm far too angry at this right. inanimate object. The most dangerous time to be around me is if I'm playing a baseball game on the video. So oh. I, I get downright punchy. Yeah, that can be difficult. So I, yeah. That can be I'm safe around any other game. Baseball, fuck it. Yeah. I'm done. I don't. I mad. Or if he's got a troop situation in a game and they keep jumping in front of his rocket when he launches it. <laughs> that's really just kind of funny. I'm just like, fuckers. Yeah, that's... No, no, no. Like, Motherfucker, quit jumping in front of my rocket! Yeah, but Defense Force is really bad about The phrase that. they use in there where you feel inadequate to play the game, that's a very important phrase, I think. Right. Inadequacy is what 
can lead to the feeling of inadequacy can lead to violence. Leads or, to rage. Yeah, sure. Can lead yeah. to rage. Because you're acting out because you're angry and you feel <clears throat> anything in life when you feel inadequate. Weak and, well, it's, yeah, you it's a your, core element of a lot of psychological Especially analysts, for so. men because we're yeah. raised to be men. Yeah. Don't you know, men don't cry and be a man and toughen up, be a man, be a man. Hey little man, hey little man. There's that video that's been going around. It's like what are the three worst things you can say to a, a young man? And it's be a man, you know, young boys. Mm-hmm. Be a man. It's, it's there's be something a man, to be said to that. It's be a man, man up, and pterodactyls are going to eat your balls. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the three worst things you can say to a kid. And I, I remember my every uncles, one of them said to me. Yeah, my uncle said that in to me. succession. Be a man, man up. And that was before your uncle your said, "Here comes the pterodactyl." <laughs> Let's go down and uncle. I'm the I knew there was a source for that song. Let's go the down to Uncle Walter's fun basement. Covering up play something touchies. from his childhood. <laughs> time to play touchies. Here we go. Touch poo. Touchy touchy poo. poo. Touchy poo. Touchy poo. Touchy poo. Touchy poo. Time to play touchy poo. Just walk through this arch. We'll go play touchy poo. Comes a pterodactyl. And Mike, I just want you to know, I didn't make that joke. Get in the pterodactyl's nest. Hi. Get in his nest. Hi, my name's Adam. I'd like you to meet my uncle. I, I call him Uncle Pterodactyl. Feed the baby bird. <laughs> Feed the baby bird. Spit some food on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to feed the bird. Oh, you Why dis- do I always dis- have to feed the bird? You disappoint me. <laughs> Every week I have to feed the bird. Uh, tell me about it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Canadian dentist and what? No, hold on. There's no such thing. <laughs> you just you just said a big fucking lie. Canadian Mother, father, dentist. Canadian. Don't dentist. strain it, Torgo. We just got him to admit the moon landing happened. Canadian and now dentist. You're doing <laughs> Pull the other one. It jingles. <laughs> what the shit, Canadian dentist? <laughs> Canadians. Most one. people don't even know what a toothbrush is. Number one, Canada. Wait a minute. Those right. are, no, that's the British. English. That's yeah, the British. Huh? That's I think of the British. English. Yeah, you're confused. No, no, no. I'm There's not. There's a whole ocean no. separating. Them. No, it's Canadians. <laughs> I don't know. I've Canadians have ruined the reputation really of the British. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've tried to forge rudimentary toothbrushes from old pieces of ham, but it's not the same. <laughs> well, for a while they were just using hockey sticks. <laughs> they use back bacon and hockey sticks <laughs> <It's> to form. <laughs> they're they're crude. They're crude dental tools. Oh, you're coming for a checkup, eh? All right, open wide. I'm going to shove this ham in there. And then they started using Okay, hold still. Looks like you got some ham in your teeth. Oh, wait, that's from my tool. My ham tool. Put that uh, in there. Let me just get this curling brush. I'll get the ham out of there. Let me go get the hockey stick, eh? Hold still. Whack. Okay, that got the ham in some of your teeth. That'll be $4,000. Oh, that's okay. I we mean, charge four thousand loonies, <laughs> which I don't know how much that is. Loonies, our money is loonies. Here's your ham toothbrush to take home. Also, rinse with Coke. <laughs> Have a good day. All right. Okay, we'll see you in a couple of months. Right? Six month checkup, eh? Yeah, sure. Okay. Keep hamming your mouth. Don't for, do you ham at night before you go to bed, eh? Yeah? Okay, that's good. All right. Do you sleep with a ham guard? Would you like a night ham guard? I got might help your condition. Okay. Here, bite on this ham steak, yeah? I'm going to get an impression. 
Let's get here. Hold, bite on that ham steak. Okay, I got the impression right here. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> now that's an impression. That yeah, there we go. Oh, everybody loves Cosmic That's a Raymond. hammy impression. Yeah, that's a hammy <laughs> impression, all right. Whoa. Hey, oh, boy, oh, boy. Canadian dentist and celebrity tooth enthusiast. Oh, now look at this. Oh, I was like, look how this tied better. in. But I was like, oh, wait, just this is the same better. story. Uh, <laughs> Michael Zuck. Michael Zuck. Oh, tell me another one. Uh, Pull the other at Jingles. <laughs> What's your last name? Zuck. Fuck. What? Smack. Suck. Oh. Michael Zuck purchased John Lennon's molar at an auction in 2011. Oh, Lord. Now the eccentric owner of Rot Memorabilia is moving ahead on plans to clone the Beatle and raise him as a son. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Zuck heads the John Lennon Clone Project, a cause he embarked on after purchasing the tooth for $34,000. From Zuck's website, quote, Many will say the creation of a living clone of John Lennon is immoral or insane, but it can be argued otherwise. JL would have preferred (laughs) to have... Have lived a full life and continue with his efforts for peace. Jennifer oh, Lopez. I'm gonna would. be on the. I'm gonna be the guy that argues. Yes, he was cut down early, but he had a pretty full life. Yeah, he had a full. All the Beatles life. have had a pretty. Full, I mean, it's tragic that he was killed as early yeah, as he but was. He had he had a fuller life than all of us. Most humans, in this yeah. Perhaps the time is right to look into this venture as the Beatles will. Unquote. Uh, the doctor has Lennon 2.0's best interest at heart. He wants to, quote, hopefully keep the clone away from drugs and cigarettes, unquote. Uh, the project's website says cloning is tentatively oh, scheduled for 2040 right. to mm. commemorate what would have been John Lennon's 100th birthday. Hey, you may say this guy's a dreamer. <laughs> and but he's not he's the, the only no, one. No, the only one. He's the only one. I'm pretty sure. I just can't get past the fact guy paid thirty four thousand dollars for a tooth. No, he paid thirty four thousand dollars for a son to clone. John oh. Lennon. He paid $34,000 to clone. Because oh, okay. John Lennon was not a product of his upbringing at all. No. Yeah, Very I don't know how you expect. Yeah, his, I don't know how you expect to raise this person and have them be John Lennon. It's just going to be. I don't think he expects him to be. If he expects him to be John Lennon, then. Kind of sounded like he was idiot. expecting. Well, con- continuing that march for peace. Yeah. Th- at least that much of it. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Tell you something. <laughs> Here it comes. You've got my tooth in hand. Oh boy. Well, I know the something. Mm-hmm. You're gonna clone a man. <laughs> You're, You're gonna, gonna clone, clone a man. man. You'll try to clone a man. Oh, please make a me <laughs> from the tooth in hand. And please say that me. It's a clone of Lenin. <laughs> it's a clone of Lenin. It's you a clone, clone of, of Lenin. Lenin. And when you clone me, I'll be happy. I'm alive. Unless I'm an evil clone and you all will die. All no, will, will die. All will die. And I'll be that clone. You'll never understand, cause Lennon's evil clone will be a cannibal. <laughs> I'll be a cannibal. I'll be a cannibal. I'll be a cannibal. 
nom nom. So what people don't know is when you clone people from teeth, they're cannibals. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that what we got from that? Is that what we got from We didn't oh, need rust we a banana like... for that one. <laughs> hey, why don't you put some more ham on that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. I don't want any more ham. <laughs> what makes you a cannibal? <laughs> 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 Write to us at comments at uglycowshow.com. <laughs> and we're going to end this on a high note. I am Master Torgo. Oh, everybody loves the famous Paul. Uh, it is oh, Commander K. Just Michael. Good have you back. Luck. Good to be here for the show. Uh, uh, we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Ooh, wow. I, I have was, to. I have to say, I love Cosmic Raymond. Everybody loves Cosmic Raymond. Everybody loves Cosmic Raymond. You're not alone, dude. Cosmic <laughs> the show's got a name for a reason. Everybody oh, loves Cosmic Raymond. Now, see, that would be a fucking funny SNL skit. Everybody loves Cosmic Raymond, and he comes out and he's in a spacesuit. Ah! <laughs> and over. I'm Cosmic Raymond. <laughs> Scene over. Did total, you see a totally original idea? Trademark the ugly couch. Right? Show. Did you see? You saw the uh, the the Ray Romano Simpsons episode, right? Uh, no, yeah, I, I didn't. Did. It's really interesting. It's really cool. It's funny. Like. Um, I don't want to spoil it. You need to see it. Okay. 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 Oh, there it well, there you go. It's really funny. Really no, it's it's good. It's good. It's good. Ray Romano and, and Homer become friends. It's yeah, really interesting. I remember it. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, it's a good episode. Ray Romano is very funny. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Somebody moments. finally recognition. Great. Oh, wait, I went long enough. Moments. Moments? Recognition. If you smell these Emmys, you can smell all my Emmys from your house. Let's just say I prefer his stand-up over the show. I prefer the you sit down me. from my dick. <laughs> I love him in Venture Brothers. That's not him. That's, a, that's an impression. What are you talking about? You know it's an impression. What? You, what, what? That's no, an impression. This is the real thing. You mean it's not like real you right now? No. That's. Not, oh, he's not right in here. the Venture Brothers. No. That's where I get it from, but no. <laughs> <laughs> they do a Ray Romano impersonation. Of course. Oh. Impersonation. Impersonation. <laughs> it's you impress it in the ham. <laughs> and then you clone it. The hamination. It's a hamination. Hamina this is an Obama hamination. <laughs> it's a hamination.